Good morning, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. We are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And this morning, we are going to be talking about your favorite board games, and we're going to do that right now. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Helmets Presley, yeah, he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. Good morning, friends and foes. This is Back of the Cereal Box, and it is 4th of July weekend. I am John Pica, Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. I love the pop culture of my youth, and that's what we celebrate on the show. And in honor of 4th of July weekend, I am wearing the Captain America cap, my Avengers onesie, and we are eating Captain Crunch, red, white, and blue crunch. And I am so excited to have you guys in the audience. I'm so glad that you are joining us in the virtual rec room. And the first question I have to ask, the very first question is... Where in the world is co-host Debartia? This is no longer just a bit, but lo and behold, an unexpected window opened and Debartia is joining us from the <laughs> beach. I can hear the ocean behind you, Debartia. Where are you exactly? Give us your longitude and latitude. Oh, you want my exact location so yes. you can come find me? Yes. I'm in Panama City. Panama City. Now, this is what? Going to be day 14 that you've been uh, out of town on vacation? Yesterday it was day 14. <laughs> but I leave tomorrow, so I come back home tomorrow. That is great. Are you Are you in a hotel lobby? No, I'm in a beach house. Really? Yeah. How many people are there at the beach house with you? 17. That is insanity. Including well, me. <laughs> in, in tell, our, tell our viewers, because it's been a while since you've been on the show with us. It's who you two weeks. <laughs> who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl. Oh, man, I didn't know there'd be a quiz. Okay, <laughs> about myself. You know, talking about myself. We've been doing this show for two years. So it's the same thing every morning. <laughs> okay, Debartee, moving my mic here. Um, photographer. Uh, been working with you for ten years. My pop culture passion. 
I would have to say friends and all things Jurassic Park, world, dinosaurs. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else? <laughs> you know me better than me. <laughs> Was it my I, old? Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. DBRT. Well, I am so glad that you are with us live from the beach house. And we also have to welcome in our other regular co-hosts all the way from New York City. She's going to body slam you with laughter. She is the Silver Queen, Ivy Roman. Oh my God, it's B! Hi! (laughs) Hi everyone, good morning. Hi, my name is Ivy Roman. I'm professional wrestler and comedian. My fandom is X-Men, Spider-Man, Marvel, and a lot of people don't know this, but Vampire Diaries. Legacies just ended. Um, it came to Netflix, and I that's it. No more TVD, guys. <laughs> you know what, Ivy? So I am a huge Vampire Diaries fan, and nobody told me until recently that Legacies was a spinoff. I but I told you when I was at your house. You don't no, remember? I don't remember. I just oh. found out recently, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, I'm gonna have to go watch this. It's so good. Hope, I didn't watch the originals. I got kind of bored with it. Um, so I kind of quit watching hold, it. Hold but. that thought about the originals. Ivy, what's in your bowl? Or so in to, your. So today, for those that don't know me, I like to have my cereal with my coffee because a New Yorker is always on the go. So today I am having a go waffle cereal. And I'm going to pour it in my coffee. This is not the first time that I've had this in my coffee. It's actually surprisingly good. So I would say that Eggo waffle cereal or waffle crisp cereal, which is back, by the way. We'll talk more about that in a minute. I would say that waffle cereal in your coffee would probably be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? Well, someone who would know that really well is our other new regular co-host all the way from Winnipeg, Canada, through the magic of the interwebs. She is the peppermint princess, the social media socialite, Willow Skyler. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl. All right. So my pop culture passion is pretty much anything superheroes. Uh, Ivy, you might make me want to watch wrestling again. <laughs> uh, I, I recommend you it. have to send me some of your stuff because I, I need to. I need to. You want to see me get kicked it. in the face? I, I want to see you. I want to see you I want to see you kick butt. <laughs> Um, I actually just did a comedy show and I did a um I did a high kick during my set. So yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, um, I want to see you do that flexibility challenge that everyone's doing. Have see, you seen for, this? For, for me, I'll automatically flip. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see that. That's what we want to see. We want to see on hardwood floor. Flip over and pancake on the hardwood floor. Yes. Better her than me because I, I'll put my back out even at, at stretching. So. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You guys, you guys, can we can we just appreciate for a moment that D Barty is on vacation in a beach house and yet 
she still brought her Yeti snowball mic. She is a consummate professional. I, you know what, D? She's a she's a true smart beauty. I miss you so much. You, <laughs> you, 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 like get, Ivy. <laughs> you get all the points, D Barty. You Yay! win this morning. Yeah, Yay! you win. You I'm win. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I tried. I wanted I, I figured I was like, I might do the show. I might, but I traveled. Saturday and then traveled Saturday again because we went to Disney and Universal and all of that. And then SeaWorld. And SeaWorld. Listen, okay. I got to ask the question, DBRT. How much money does Brian actually make? Because (laughs) you took took seven people, you and him, and five kids on vacation (laughs) to Florida for seven days. Hotel, travel. Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, I'm sure other things. I'm sure you guys ate out at some great restaurants. Oh yeah. Lots I'm, and lots of that. And now and you're now spending now you're spending a week at a beach house on the beach. I've got to guess that this vacation is roughly 20,000. No. And here's why. So the first trip when we went to Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld. Now we only went to those three places three days. So it was one day each. I know, but tickets well, to no, Disney no, no. are like a hundred dollars a person. Well, I'm not saying the tickets were very expensive. <laughs> I, this is what I'm saying. But you know, I've, I've worked my tail end off doing photo shoots to be able yeah, to pay th- for it. This is true. This is true. All year long. Um, doing weddings and whatever. But my my husband's parents rented that house. They wanted to have everybody. Get, so we didn't pay anything for that. We just paid for our Disney stuff. And him and his sisters and that whole family was there. Now, the beach house my parents rented. <laughs> well, we did pitch in on that. But so, no, it has not been a $20,000 vacation. More like 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Half. It was half. It was half. <laughs> so if this was the price of right, Johnny was the closest one. <laughs> Always go for $1, folks. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Not possible. <laughs> We've been saving for it for a couple of years because we knew it was going to happen. So, I mean, you know. Look look at you being all thrifty and and thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. Exactly. I was I, I was gonna say, like, D is also a successful p- photographer. Like you can't like forget can't do that. that on a whim. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm going to a convention next weekend to Imaginarium in Louisville, Kentucky. And I can't justify spending almost $200 a night for a hotel room for myself. See, I'm not thrifty. I'm cheap. And so. Johnny, so spend the 200 I'm, I'm, You know what? I'm, take, I'm taking a, a, an air mattress and putting it in the back of the SUV. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the showers at the Pilot Flying J truck stop. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why I don't travel with John. (laughs) And this is, ladies and gentlemen, why I stayed with D when I went to (laughs) ISIS. 
Hey, I'm just telling you. I couldn't resist the joke. I, I, think why, I think that's why I get along well with Johnny. <laughs> because that's something that I would do. Me and I'll just, do not have time for that. We uh, need a hotel, a car. We need a a, a king size bed. Hey, look, I thought. <laughs> You know, I'm a little bougie, and Ivy came over, and she's like, "Oh, no kidding!" Stop. So she comes over, <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, I like this. I like my. I got my own room, and she, you know, little anyway." So then we get home from the convention that night, and she's like, "Do y'all have Uber Eats around here?" And I'm like, "Girl, look, it's very limited. Very, very limited. You are in the country." <laughs> I don't speaking, want cold food. <laughs> so speaking of up. which, speaking of which, uh, it is Fourth of July weekend, and I am wearing the Captain America hat, the Avengers onesie in honor, and I am ready to go. Underneath, I've got my white V-neck T-shirt. I'm ready to be all Tennessee country redneck on the Fourth of July. I got. I'm ready to shoot some guns and some fireworks. Yeah. Oh my god. No, it's not cut off. Should I tear the sleeves off? Yes. That's what I said earlier. Isn't it it supposed to be a a wife beater, a tank top? That that's in the trailer park. I'm not I'm not trailer park redneck. Well that that shirt is very clean. I don't know, sleeping in the back of your car. Sleeping in the back of your car with an air mattress. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, look, here's the here's the secret. I do it all the time, um, especially when I'm doing like festivals, music festivals, or or arts festivals. You know, I, people are camping out anyway, so you know that's that's. What I you have do. a mattress in the back of my truck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I only take a nap. I only take a nap in my jeep. When necessary. I, look, I, for three years in a row, when, when I did Mid-South Con in Memphis, I <laughs> slept in the car in the parking lot of the hotel. That's crazy. That, yep. <laughs> no, that definitely sounds like something that I would do, yeah. Now, it's okay, that's why we make, it's perfect. Me and Dee will be at the spa at the hotel, hanging out. And you guys will be in the in the parking lot, no I, problem. <laughs> I, like, I much anywhere. Even, when we went to Metropolis, John was like, "Stay over here at the Super Eight. And that's I was like, the only mm-hmm. hotel in town. The, the, I stayed twenty minutes away. I know you did. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So, you guys, I've been a bad host this morning because we've gotten way off the rails really quick. <laughs> I've I've forgotten to mention that we are. Sponsored by Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. Check them out at hitchhikertoys.com. Our theme music was performed by the Murdering Crows, and their record, Four Bad Crows, is available on Amazon, Google, Apple Music. And, of course, this show is brought to you by our super fans, our supporters, Sharice Collins, Cindy Kep, Brian Huff, Dave Manginelli, Dave Mattingly, Crystal Raven-Jones, Eli Cash. And you, too, can have your name in lights just by going to buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. Or you know what? Just click the little yellow coffee cup icon on our website at back of the cereal box dot fun. 
and you can support our shows and help us uh, get even better. And if you hate our shows, donate even more generously and uh, we'll make the show better just for you. I heard haters are like the best givers. <laughs> they give they give the best comedy material. They give the they give the best paragraphs, the novels and the comments. Like it's just so great. That's right. <laughs> that, that is absolutely right. And if you are joining us for the first time, you're going, what is this show all about? Because I skipped over that whole part. Um, we we are Spoken July weekend, y'all. We live. Yeah, because we, we we haven't seen each other in a while. So wait, we, there's just, a point to this show. There is. There is. There's, we are a pop culture. We are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And I am of an age where we did not have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We were reading the back of the cereal box. That was our newspaper. That was our world. And for me, that was an exposure to the pop culture I love today. Movies and cartoons and comic books and toys and games and all of that fun. As a matter of fact, there's a game on the back. This one, it's a a, a bat. It, there's no instructions on how to do the ready for rhyme time Mad Libs on the back. of it, This was confusing for 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 my age, a 10 year old would be like, well, I don't know what to do. How you, you're supposed to write words. What are we doing? Anyway. Um, so, so in between comic books, cartoons, kaiju and Kung Fu movies, we were reading the back of the cereal box. And that's what this show is about celebrating that pop culture. What's on the back of the ego. Um, they have box. a really cute maze. Um, they have a recipe to make a dessert. Like an ice cream dessert with the lot with the egos, and then how high can you stack the ego cereal? They have a little game, and then they have a little crossword puzzle and tic tac toe. Super cute. The the cereal stacking game is the game that every mom loves their kids to play on the kitchen counter. Yeah, right, no, DBRT. Hey, you know I'm- most moms, yes, but I don't care. I say let's have fun. The mess will be there later. That's awesome. I love that. So speaking Which is of why stuff, every time you come to my house, I'm like, Joy, don't look at it. It's a mess. Well, and I'm like, <laughs> but you got five kids. I know. Houses with kids are messy. I yeah, mean, we live there. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's a look, I, I've got a 22-year-old and an 18-year-old, and it's impossible to get them to pick up their stuff. And, and <laughs> I can't I heard imagine the other word coming. <laughs> I mean, look, there's there's blankets and pillows all over the rec room this morning. I'm like, how hard is it to just pick up things off the floor and just put them back on the couch? You gotta bend, I, and that's effort. And and li- little literally, there was there was empty bottles and and paper plates over here on the on the the sectional and the garbage can, the trash can is three feet away. I'm like, literally how lazy do you have to be (laughs) to not just go three feet and put it in the trash can? Yeah. It's like, it's like depends. You, You know about depends. Have you ever seen a depends commercial? It says not just for people with bladder control problems. And I'm like, how lazy do you really have to be? (laughs) 
that you're just sitting there, honey, bring me another beer. Oh, these depends are great. I don't have to get up for the game or nothing. I mean, you know come they're on. For, they're for long road trips. Please. And, no. and God, sleeping no. in the back of, you know, cars. <laughs> No, no. What if bathroom's What if there's a Johnny? What if there's a bear outside of your car and you really have to go number two? What are you gonna do? He's you're gonna not holding it. Pen. You're gonna need the pens, and you're gonna no, depend the, on the it. Window, the window, listen. <laughs> the window cracks enough for That's you guys, maybe. <laughs> That's all. Guys. I, I don't. If anyone well, that met me in ICCCC knows that, you know, that window has to be open a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. We, we will talk about anatomy later. <laughs> Dave, Dave Matt, Mattingly says, you four are the prize in my cereal box. Oh, Aww, we love Dave. you. And Dave asks, how lazy do you have to be? Challenge accepted. <laughs> and he says astronauts use depends too. That's where this, I was going with that. I'm that's a profession. That no, no, that, no. I th I think they have like I, they have like suction toilets on the on the uh, ship uh, on the rocket. The, they have hoses, right? They what? You don't. You don't. You've know been watching too much Orville. <laughs> you remember that that woman? She was an astronaut. Uh, she put on depends and drove like I don't know how many hours to like go. I don't remember what she Go did. Stalker Listen, yeah. I could not be an astronaut then. I couldn't <laughs> do it. I, that, that, listen, if I have if I suffer from dementia in my old age and and have to wear depends or adult diapers, bless just pull the plug. <laughs> I, I, you don't no even plug, have to ask honey. me. What? What if there's no plug? How are well, we then the, there's, there's procedures. There's, there's a, no, there's, there's, there's procedure. There's an Nobody injection for that. <laughs> there's an injection for that. Now, Dave Mattingly says, during a bear attack, nobody holds it. <laughs> That's probably the truth. Oh, Dave, you cracked me up. That's probably the hey, truth. Hey, look, I, I'm telling you, I'm at the beach house. People are starting to wake. I, there's, there's like three people in here now, just letting you know. And I'm What's sitting... Next? <laughs> are right here so you'll see them walking up and down the street. that's fantastic that's, that's fantastic fine. tell them say hi <laughs> i don't know well, what this is means. right now giving me the look tell everybody I'm while he's making his coffee dave mattingly says johnny is being a potty ableist i don't know what that means but um hey we guys we we talk about breakfast cereal on the show because we eat breakfast cereal that's part of the saturday morning experience have you guys heard the news? Big news in the cereal world this week. One, Ego Cereal has some competition. No. Waffle Crisp is back. It left the market permanently in 2008. It's coming back permanently because of fan demand. Two, second item of news my favorite cereal, Magic Spoon, is going to be available at Target. Like that is right now. After this show. Is that the healthy cereal that you were talking yes. about? No, okay, no carbs, no gluten, no wheat. 
No chase. Um, no, it has fantastic <laughs> taste. It's fantastic. It tastes it tastes just like you know the cereals from our youth, but with none of the the junk and none of the uh, sugar. Yeah, because I need I need I need healthy cereal. I can't yeah. do the store bought. <laughs> well, I, I I only do this stuff one day a week, but yeah, I want to be able to do it every day. And Magic Spoon lets me do that. Um, and uh, so yeah. I'm super Why excited. Why are they not a sponsor? I mean, what? we've been talking about them for a year. I, well, look, I've tried to get them to be a sponsor. Fans out there watching, email Magic Spoon and say, guys, why are you not sponsoring this? Um, yeah, tell them we'll do their, the what is it called? Where you, I, I can't remember now. Uh, what is it called? What is it Cereal called? Cereal taste test? No, where where you you do the box opening for them? And... Yeah, an unboxing. The unboxing. Video, yeah, is that what? Unboxing. <laughs> Unbox the box of cereal. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says waffle crisp. Finally, a reason to fill my bowl with syrup instead of milk. Ooh, Dave, you just gave me a great idea. Tune in next week, live from Imaginarium. Make sure that you have lots of wet wipes with you because That's syrup. All I'm say. <laughs> and and Magic Spoon has a waffle flavored cereal as well. Oh, so, they do. Okay, um, that might yeah, work for me. Maple waffle. Yeah, it's it's that my that favorite. seems to be like the new uh, fl- flavor of uh, of the year because everything is uh, maple syrup flavor now. Well, we want to be like you guys up in Canada. Or even honey. Like I've been noticing that a lot of cereals have like honey flavored. Oh yeah, honey, honey, maple, delicious. But maple syrup, eh? <laughs> and another piece of cereal news. <laughs> Wait, who was so, that? <laughs> so, so for you guys who who love home decor and you know fine fresh scents. Target has a line of cereal scented candles. And, and how did you know about those, John? <laughs> Look, on vacation, I'm at Target. And I'm, well, I just sent John, I just blew his phone up the entire time on vacation, just sending him stuff. But I was at Target. I'm like, look, look. look. And I was like, so i immediately ran out to my local target they didn't have them i went to another target they didn't have them then i went to the third target and they had a few left yeah and they're going off the shelves pretty quickly smells delicious they did not have the cinnamon toast crunch that's the one i wanted that's the one i want and i can't find yeah yeah but uh i can't remember what i sent you i sent you that one and lucky charms yeah yeah. they they have it's the uh post is it the poster General Mills cereals? Um, but they have the, the Honey Nut Cheerios, Fruit Loops. They have Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, and Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And listen, the Cocoa Puffs smells amazing, too. I would have gotten two of them, except they, they, they are... I mean, I don't know in the world of designer candles... Is $10 a good buy? Is it cheap? Is it expensive? I don't know. But I couldn't justify 20 bucks on candles. It goes by so the I weight of the one. wax. It goes by the weight of the wax. Okay. 
Well, so I can be- tell you, I buy Bath and Body Works candles that are like $25 for their three wick. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's about about what it should be, right? So, D, when you were on vacation, she mentions blowing up my phone with pictures. They went to the Comic <laughs> Strip Cafe. Did you guys actually eat there? No. Uh-uh. I would have ate there. <laughs> we did so much stuff. And by that point, we were soaking wet from that dang Popeye ride. And when I say soaking wet, I mean soaking wet. I, I, I came out of the ocean. <laughs> is, that, is that the log flume? Or is it so. or is it like one of those round rapid rapid? Yeah, that I love those. I, they carried up like <laughs> they had waterfalls on like yeah. every like I don't know, every 10 feet. So that it didn't matter where you were in the boat, you were getting soaked. And the I people sitting next those. to us, they have pontoons on or ponchos on. And I'm like, why you got poncho on? It is 105 degrees today. Why you have poncho on? What? Who goes to a theme park and wears a poncho on the water ride? Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Did, were, were, were they also wearing socks with their flip-flops? Listen, don't I, judge I, me, I Johnny. <laughs> D, you also went to Vault 5421 Bar. Did you guys... Uh, it looks like you so- went in... Did no, that one, that one, that one was so cute, John. I, I'm gonna tell you what, my husband was like, "You have to take pictures of this and send it to John. He would love this." And I'm like, "Oh, this." He said that several times, and I was like, "Oh," I just thought it was sweet. Anyway, he we, does like me. Yeah, we ate next door at uh, All You Can Eat Sushi Place, and when we walked by, they were closed. So, but I like, I, I peeked through the window and I zoomed my camera in and I took pictures and sent them to you because I was like, because the amazing photographer had to get her shot. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. So I, I, don't, I, I don't doubt, I don't doubt how hard you went for that photo. <laughs> <laughs> we will share these pictures on our Facebook page today from Dee's uh, vacation um, because they're pretty amazing. Um, she she got to see the orca show at yeah. SeaWorld, the killer whale show. Show. Oh, How was so that? I'm so disappointed I wasn't able to do it live. I don't know what happened. My you got 30 seconds it. of it. Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the service. The more people, cell phones, it just kills everything. Yeah. So. Well, I was able to go live for the dolphin. Is that the one I went live for? Or was it the... It, I don't was the, it was the killer well show. No, before what, that, okay. I went live oh, oh, on oh. my page. Oh, oh, I did not see that. I think it was the dolphin. <gasps> anyway, I, I love, I love, I love whales and dolphin shows. I love the sea, you know, the aquatic shows. I love the water rides. And Dave Mattingly says about the Popeye ride. Dave Manning says, at the Popeye ride, you dry off with a good, blow me down. <laughs> so I don't know if he's been, and he's actually making a joke, or if he's making a, a Popeye reference. But they it is actually, a Popeye reference. Okay, so they actually have giant, human-sized, basically hair dryers. But you step in, and you close the door, and it, it dries you off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It blows I, you down. It blows you down. Buzzing <laughs> a blow down. How did your hair ma- <laughs> manage to stay so good? I didn't go. I didn't no? go. Okay. <laughs> because my, my hair would be instant poof. Yeah, yeah. It good, like, see, I need I need to see that, Willow. I need oh, we need to make that happen. In instant poop yes, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> we listen, we need to have a back of the cereal box cast road trip to a water park. <laughs> we need to go to Universal Orlando together. I'll meet that you. would be so fun. much fun. Like, well, come on, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Winnipeg is losing all our water parks. What? Why? Oh, Why? Well, we during the pandemic, the one woman who owned our water, the one water park that had slides left, she went a little nuts, uh, and they went out of business. Um, the land was sold, and now they're going to knock down the water slides. Okay, well, that's sad. But Andrew Milden says hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, Andrew. That's fine. And, and you know, Dave Mattingly responds to my threat about an idea at Imaginarium saying, paramedics are standing by. <laughs> and yum smells just like burning cereal. <laughs> I mean, for real. I'm like, who was it? Never mind, I don't say it. Thought going back in the vault. <laughs> well, guys, we are here this morning to talk about a very specific topic, and we're nowhere near it, but I think it's time we should because we're halfway through the show. Um, I want to talk about board games, and in particular, those of you watching, your favorite board games of all time. And DBRT and I have done our fair share of board game reviews here on Back of the Cereal Box, the Roll and Go game review show. And um, we need to do more of that, D. A lot more. That was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got a whole stack of stuff that I wanted to show off because th- this is kind of a new loot segment. Um, I don't, maybe I should put the card up. So let me say, mm. here we go. New loot, because this week I picked up a new board game, not even thinking that it was going to be the theme, just seeing it on clearance at Target. Oh, I love clearance at Target. Listen, can I tell you guys I love Target? I love Target. I it's love Target. John got a little bougie in him, dude. Look it's, at it. it's my biggest, it's my biggest, like. It's my weakness. Yeah, it's my kryptonite. It but the, So now that they have Magic Spoon cereal. And they have a great toy section, and they have a really good media section. I, I'm like, it might be all over for me, guys. I might end up in crippling credit card debt. I'm just saying, um, I can't end up in crippling credit card debt. I don't have a credit card, but um, no, I rec- is- never got one. If you, <laughs> if, if you shop a lot at Target, their credit card is actually worth it because you actually do save a lot of money on your purchases. All right, yeah, I've we saved. Do- I've saved like. $125 this year already. That's, oh, wow. that's that's pretty good. Well, this week I went, ju- I was looking for something else. But I saw this on clearance and I was like, I got to get it because I've always wanted it. This is a game from Hasbro called The Forbidden Bridge. And the goal is to dare to cross the Forbidden Bridge 
you have little little meeple oh, figures like and the bridge shakes and it the pieces come out and um you got to get across and you roll the dice i i've not played it yet we're gonna have a game night tonight i'm gonna try to convince some of my friends and family to play it with me we'll see if they do but i love this whole indiana jones treasure hunter theme uh fireball island is one of my favorite game favorite games to play it and, gives uh, me Temple Run vibes. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. does. But the the goal here is just to get across the bridge. I, I don't know how difficult that is or or not, but we're gonna find out hopefully tonight. But I've seen this sitting on shelves at Target for the last two years. Going, I want that. I want that. I need that. And this week it's on clearance for thirteen ninety nine. Normally thirty bucks. The retail gods gave you a right. discount, Johnny. Yes, they did. They did. So that is actually one of my favorite games. Well, it's hopefully going to be one of my favorite games. <laughs> um, it's one of my new games. But I wanted to hear from you guys and from our viewing audience. As you've seen, Dave and Andrew and a few others have posted um, comments. You guys can comment, be a part of the show, contribute. Let us know what your favorite games are. Like Dave Mattingly just uh, posted his, our Betrayal at House on the Hill, Big Trouble in Little China, which I haven't played yet, Lords of Waterdeep, um, Escape the Aliens from Outer Space, and Temple Escape. And by the way, Escape the Aliens from Outer Space this week made Screen Rant's list of five best board games for people who love Stranger Things. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. And cool. Keisha Acuff chimes in and says, hello, beautiful people. Hi. Hello, Keisha. Hey, beautiful. So uh, let's go. just go around the room. Willow, what's your favorite board game? All right. So as a kid, my my grandma, my grandparents actually had like a tower of games uh, to choose from because, well, six, if I, my aunts and uncles, six kids in the house. Yeah, they're going to collect a whole bunch of games. One of my favorite games was the classic Clue. Okay. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Of all the games that we've had, for some reason, that was the game that I would always grab when I went to my grandparents or when I lived with my grandparents. Um, so I, I don't know if my sister liked that game or not, but that was the game that I always chose to play. I love Clue, so I'm <laughs> right there with you. So was for you, Willow, was there like a set night of the week or was it just, you know, when just it was raining whenever, outside or just whenever? Whenever we, if we weren't playing Barbies or watching TV, we were playing board games. Uh, another game that me and my sister used to play was Nightmare. Uh, the, uh, you pop in a VHS tape and watch the screen and it would tell you all kinds of cool stuff and the character would change into some kind of demon so it was neat <laughs> demonic vhs games. it was it, it was an awesome game like it, that's right up willow acuff's alley <laughs> keisha yeah but yeah that, I, say? I said willow same thing um Ivy, what about you? For me, growing up, it was life. Life was like really fun with me, 
like I love just the sound of like popping the dice and just going around. Um, that was and- trouble. Oh yeah, trouble. No trouble and life. Life, yeah. Life had like the spin- yeah, the speed. Yeah. So yeah. I loved like little mechanisms that came with games. Like so, it was life, trouble, and then my all time forever is Uno. Uno is my favorite card game. Sometimes when I don't feel like watching TV, I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to have fun and relax. I pull out the Uno cards with my husband and. Uh, we get very competitive in this household. <laughs> very. You should have played that with Izzy, man. She'll kick somebody's butt in Uno. I mean, she whips me almost every time. Yeah, it's see? seven years old. So well, and right Uno now, is one of those time. games that, that basically any age can play. Anyone can play. You don't have any complicated rules. It's just trying to get rid of all of the cards in your hand. And you can throw it in a bag, in a suitcase, in a backpack and have it with well, you all, my all Uno you know what's great about uno i have actually played uno. i'm not a great teacher but i have taught all of my kids their their numbers and their colors by playing uno yeah Ooh. i taught i taught my nieces and nephews uh colors and numbers with uno that was our time if they if they did their chores and washed the dishes, their reward was they got to play uno with me until they got too tired to play anymore so okay. no bedtime. That was that was the that was the ringer. That's, That's a awesome. good idea. Yeah, yeah. Dibarty, your favorite or your family's favorite of all time? Um, well, we really like interactive games like gestures or not interactive, but you know, active. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> gestures and like Pictionary and I actually have a friends trivia game that Nobody can play with me, but my mom has started watching Friends, and so she's made a couple of references. So I'm like, "Hey, mom, let's play this game." That's and fantastic. I have a Vampire Diaries game that my friends and I used to get together and play. It was great years ago. So Ivy, <laughs> we have two games we can play because I love Friends too. There you go. You okay, gotta come so back. My, so my so my birthday is is this month, everyone, July twenty seventh. So I'm just saying, if you want to buy buy me a coffee and send me back to Tennessee to see my awesome friends, <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> we can play so games. Down. That's how those that's how those road trips happen. So road trip to New York, a road trip to Florida, a road trip to Tennessee, a road trip to Winnipeg. Manitoba, Canada. And if you guys want to see me go down to Tennessee, uh, I, I would need a plane ticket. <laughs> Listen, I think I think we need to see our emotional support Canadian. I've never been on a plane, folks. Let, let's just, I, I've never been on a plane. We've so got to see her like... on a plane for the first time. <laughs> we've got to see her experiencing the decadence and complete disregard for any kind of safety or restraint that America has to offer. <laughs> I mean, help me get out of my bubble. <laughs> so before I share my favorite board games, um, we have some comments. Keisha Acuff says, my favorite board game is Monopoly. And Debartee already knows this about me. That is my all-time favorite board game. I would grab that to play before anything else, and no one who knows me will play against me because I am vicious. 
I am cruel, not intentionally. I don't want to be. I have oh my to gosh, be. you should play with my husband. He is just like that. Extremely competitive. No, no compassion, no holds barred. Just go. <laughs> I that once played a game of Monopoly for 48 hours. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, now, wow. now people, people often say, well, that's why we don't play it. It takes too long. It's too, bo-. well, if you actually follow the rule book, it only takes 45 minutes tops. Um, but what has happened over the years is so many people add house rules and, you know, like the get the, the free parking pot of money that that's not in the rule book. And so they extend the game with these house rules and that's what makes it so long. But, um, and like, like, you know, doing trading and and this stuff that's not in the rules. Um, I think we need to get you guys together. Every single time he plays with somebody, I won't play with him, but every single time he plays with somebody, a table gets flipped or board game goes flying every single time. (laughs) Not from him. My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law was staying with us, um, for an extended period, the first night she's there, we play Monopoly. <laughs> and this is this is me. I mean, look, when someone owes me so much money that they're now bankrupt, I just can't help but laugh. It's not a conscious <laughs> response. It's just, it's just the way it happens. And she flipped the entire board and got it. I mean, this is... This is a woman who is like super prim and proper. She wore everything up to the neck and just, and she just had a come apart and flipped the whole board and stomped off and didn't talk to me for two weeks. Oh my God. Was that the first time you met her? Or you guys, okay, that was like the first time you played together, right? Yes. Oh my God. I wouldn't have talked to you for like a month. Don't yeah, laugh at me. stayed at his house and didn't talk to him for two weeks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. At my house. She I, was mad. I would have been. It's, and she held been on to that. She held on to that for years. But um, Dave Mattingly says Clue is definitely the best movie based on a board game. If yeah, you've never see, seen yeah. the Clue movie, you must see it. It, it is fantastic. Uh, Keisha Acuff says, my son collects Uno cards. He has almost 20 or so different types of decks. Oh my God, that's awesome. Can you take a picture and tag me? <laughs> healing with Ivy on Instagram. <laughs> well, Healing with Ivy at Instagram. Ivy at Target. They have the new Ultimate Marvel Uno. And it's four different decks, four different characters. And you play as the different characters at the same time. And each character has their own special powers that you can do reversals and whatnot. It's Captain Marvel, Captain America, Iron Man, and I think Black Panther. Um, That's crazy right now. Yeah, so you need to find that. Um, And then Dave Mattingly says, during World War II, Monopoly board games were shipped to POW camps with local maps hidden under the inside box sticker Real local currency hidden among the bills. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, wow. wow. That okay, is I, I need phenomenal. to keep, keep an eye on the cla- on the classic board games now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is when when you see them in a in an antique store, maybe just totally you know, one. do a little yeah. peek. Little peek. So uh 
D, you mentioned the physical games, the, the get up and do something games. You guys yeah. got to check out this game. You guys would love this at the DBRT household. This is a game called Throw Throw Burrito. Oh my gosh, we almost bought that. <laughs> you would love it. It's basically Uno, but when there are certain combinations of cards played, you throw the burrito at each other. <laughs> that's, that's I, need, what you, I need that you in my house. You need to record when you play that game because that We're, looks like it's Fun. It is so much fun. I've got a video that we posted on the on the Instagram. Uh, we're gonna play it again tonight, and I'll I'll take some video. But w- at one point, you duel. You stand back to back, and you take five paces, and you turn and you throw it, and whoever gets hit loses a point. Is what it is. But it's soft and squishy, and you can actually just buy these by themselves at Walmart. But D, you guys would love this game. Oh yeah, it's super super fun. We seriously almost bought it. Like my kids were like, "I want it! I want it! I want it!" Yeah, but, you would you would love it. Um, for those I like of you, throwing things, so that's awesome. Uno and throwing things, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for for those of you who love like just offbeat weird concept games that have a lot of strategy but also are accessible, this is a card drafting and dice rolling game from cheap ass games called unexploded cow and willow huh. you would love this concept I think. is that the same thing as uh exploding kittens no or- i love exploding kittens this is a very okay. similar it's similar here's the concept you and your friends have discovered two problems with a common solution mad cows in england and unexploded bombs in france In Unexploded Cow, you will help the towns of northern France clear away a century's worth of old bombs and, of course, make some cows explode. You march herds of cows with mad cow disease across the old minefields of northern France and... I'm sure the animal rights activists would be on top of that one. And every, every every time you blow up a cow, you get money. And you you win the city, and there's there's tokens. I don't think, Amer- I don't think Americans should be playing this game <laughs> because they're gonna try to do it real life. <laughs> Come on down to Tennessee, y'all. We, nah, we, we got some cows to blow up. I think I think that's. I more think that's Texas. gonna happen I this think weekend. Will, I think that will happen in Texas first before Tennessee. <laughs> oh no! I, it, it it could happen here. Yeah, for sure. DBRT right now is thinking about some cousins that would make that happen. Um, but More like uh, brothers. <laughs> but uh, Unexploded Cow is actually one of my top five. So Monopoly, Unexploded Cow, love this game. Now, this is for you, Ivy. This, I've talked about this before. And you mentioned life and you mentioned trouble. So I've got downstairs the, the trouble and life version of this line of games this is the mashup games from hasbro this is a mashup of simon and sorry so to instead of instead of popping the bubble to roll the dice you have to complete the pattern on simon and then it tells you what to do it will say move 10 spaces 
or trade spaces or whatever it is. And it, the mechanic is exactly like, sorry, you have the three pieces and you got to make it to the, to the base of the Simon. And it's simple, but it's so challenging because you got to, you got, and here's the, I don't want to always secret. listen to Simon. Sometimes I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> well, okay. So, so here's the secret. Okay. It gets harder and harder. The further, the longer the pattern gets and the longer the pattern gets, the longer the game takes. So if you, if you just fail at the pattern, it starts all over at the beginning. And so the game goes oh, I faster. Flip, I will flip the table. <laughs> You're right. anyway, anyway, this is this is my favorite of the mashup games. Oh, this is awesome. super fun, but they've got a, a trouble and life mashup game. They so do, it's the okay. game of life. But instead of the, the dial, you press the pop o matic bubble and it yeah. rolls the dice. I don't and know. It, I just love the sound growing up. It yeah. just I don't know. I like pushing buttons, I guess. I've got I've got three box three different versions of trouble. Star Star Wars Trouble. Oh. Um, yeah, because I, you know, I love trouble and I love. We should have brought that to ICCC and play. I didn't even think. Didn't even. I've oh, got a bunch of Star Wars. You didn't games. know that was my favorite game until. No, I didn't. I didn't. So, John, I got something for you. Okay, and what's I that? Re- I didn't even realize this is what we were doing this week. So it's pretty cool. Because you don't look at the notes. No, when I bought this, <laughs> there were no notes when I bought this, and then I saw the notes, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Um, so, as you know, I went to Disney. Yes. And I had to buy my, my work husband something. So, I got the Star Wars playing cards. Oh, I love that. And apparently, each card has, like, artwork from the movies. And, yeah. Anyway. That's I cool. love that. Love that. That's fun. Thank you. And I've got boxes of cereal for Nathan when you get back. Oh, that's right. Dinosaur cereal. Tricks tracks. Yep. Yep. I'm excited. Now, Dave Mattingly says, my favorite mashup game with action is chess boxing. Do you, Dave Mattingly, do you know that I was a Golden Gloves boxer? I love boxing. And chess, to me, is pretty fascinating and a lot of fun. So if you want to engage in some chess boxing, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it is, but I'm all for it. At they love like strip poker. The last season of Legacies, they have something like that. I don't want to give it away, but there is something that happens in the show that it's kind of like that. There is some type of fighting and chess going on. <laughs> there was a video game, uh, I want to say for uh, uh, the Super Nintendo, I could be wrong, but it was a chess game and like the cutscenes uh, were, you know, uh, the knights and or like the play, the, like the little chess pieces would actually like kill each other. And it was cool. That one is of, cool. One of the coolest ideas I ever saw was at Tennessee Renaissance Festival. They did living chessboard where the actors would be the pawns and they would, you know, they would fight each other, but it was it was scripted and choreographed, um, which I always thought was eh, and and you know it was safe choreography, so it wasn't as realistic as it could be. I always thought it would be more fun if they actually had choreographed fights for every scenario in chess, 
and that the the audience could actually call out, you know, move to, you know, Queens Bishop, whatever. Yeah. And they would, I, I, it would be more fun to me if it were a real chess match. But anyway. It reminds me of Harry Potter. Wizard's chest, Harry Potter. <laughs> Not chess, chess, chess. Which, oh, oh, universal. We got to go through the castle in, oh, it was so cool. Oh Did God. you go on the roller coasters? I didn't. I'm not a roller coaster. Oh, my God. It was so fun. But my kids did. Did you have butterbeer? No. Do you no. know who has butterbeer? Ivy Roman? Who? You? Cracker Barrel. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. But I want to be a universal. I want the whole experience. I want to pretend I'm in the castle. <laughs> it's not the same. My phone died, so I have to get the videos off of my husband's phone. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we want to see it all. We want to see it all on, on Facebook. Now, Dave Mattingly says something cool about the Star Wars cards. It says, Star Wars cards, use the fours, Luke. <laughs> D-Barty got that reference. <laughs> so, he believe it or that. not, we're already at the top of the hour. And Ivy Roman, you lied. No, said, I do. I did. I do have to go, but my husband's not back from the errand, so I'm being bad and I'm staying. We're supposed to be on the road, Ooh. so that's okay. He's but not here, so I'm gonna, I'm enjoying time with you guys. I we enjoyed our time with you. We love you so love much. Love you too. <laughs> but we are going to go ahead and end on time today. This has been a fun discussion. I could talk board games all day. Um, I, but my top five. I'm just going to run this down real quick. Uh, Monopoly, Unexploded Cow, Sushi Dice, which I love, King of Tokyo, and number five, what's that? What's my thumb doing there? Number five <laughs> is, uh, what is attention. number five? It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Number five, I'm going to say, is probably going to be right now unmatched. It's a new fighting game. Love it, love it, love it. But uh, we want to hear from you guys watching. We want to know what your favorite board game is. Continue to comment below after we go off air. Comment on our Facebook group at the back of the cereal box, Saturday morning rec room. Uh, send us an email, a voice message. Go to our website, backofthecerealbox.fun. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on the show. You can send us an email if you want to go old school. You can connect to Facebook, Twitter, all of those things. And there's an icon there where you can make a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. And your generosity will help us do those road trips that we've been talking about. And DBRT and I were talking about it quite extensively last week and we have all kinds of ideas that we would love to take on, but take some capital, take some bread, baby. It takes some monopoly, y'all. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So uh, everyone tell everyone where you're going to be this week, what, where they can find you and connect with you. Willow Skyler, you go first. Boom. Uh, well, we got a show uh, tomorrow night uh for cryptic crunch um i We're might have on a this network yes um uh i might have a guest lined up as well uh someone joining us uh, who i talked to yesterday um she actually went to cryptic uh, cryptid uh, con wow i can't say that 
my tongue doesn't want to work today. I probably um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Rosemary Rose. Oh yeah, I know her. Yes, that'll be uh, great. So definitely want to pick her brain on that. Uh, but we're also gonna react, uh, watch, and react to some of the creepy videos that have been uh, going around social media. By the way, congratulations to Cryptid Crunch. Uh, they are now in the top 10 cryptid podcasts on Apple iTunes. Nice. Holy crap. Holy crap. Yay. Yep. So there's you gotta make a post about that later. Yes, <laughs> Yay. Yes. Both both Cryptid Crunch and Cosplay Cafe are in the top 10 in their genres. So nice. Awesome. Yes. I couldn't uh, I couldn't have done that without you guys. <laughs> Well, you're welcome. We, we appreciate you. So, Ivy, where can people find you, follow you, connect with you? You can find me on Instagram, Healing with Ivy. Um, click the link in my bio and you'll find everything that I'm up to, what I'm doing. Um, my podcast, Healing with Ivy, will be launching a new episode this coming up week, this coming week, this coming Friday. It was supposed to be this Friday, but unfortunately, Anchor had some issues with my account, so they're working on it, unfortunately. So now it's going to be next Friday, and we're talking about confidence, so make sure you guys check it out. Outstanding, DBRT. Where can people follow, find, and connect with you? Oh, all the platforms, just DBRT photo. That's me dbartphoto.com y'all everywhere and and you know what willow ivy and d all three really appreciate random strangers hitting them up in the dm i need and material asking them to go out on dates i, I need material <laughs> i need material they i have a lot on tiktok i, I have a lot. a lot of that on instagram yeah you want to be roasted really bad yeah continue doing that <laughs> yeah oh yeah i will i'll show it all over this show like for real this one this one this one um this one follower that has taken pictures of me at wrestling shows told me that i was decent looking and i was he said i'm decent and he said i was old y'all and i was just like oh wait what a way to be like talk to a woman i'm pretty sure you get none so yeah have yeah. a nice day <laughs> the only the only time he's ever left his parents basement is to go was to, to watch one of my show. shows yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome well you guys can follow me at johnpica.com and uh, i will be at imaginarium in louisville kentucky next weekend talking about the importance of pop culture and the importance of podcasting and new media broadcasting. And uh, I'll also be performing, doing Haunted Magic next Friday night and uh, doing some uh, performing for the awards banquet. I don't know what yet. We'll see. But you need awesome. to be there. All right, guys and gals, that is it for this week. Wow, an hour went by way too Oh, you got more new loot. Oh, we got, oh, we got Pikachu. We got, uh, I have a new Apple watch. Oh my goodness. Oh. That's phenomenal. My birthday came it. early. Happy birthday, Ivy. Thank you. It's early. I know you'll tell me the day of. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. 
All right. All right. <laughs> Time for us to leave. Everybody watching, if you love the show, tell two, 300 of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. Speak up. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>